Juggernaut is uh, a force that seems unstoppable. It was a famous cartoon character of this um, this really muscular guy. <laughs> and I, I'm using this as a metaphor for breaking free from our conditioned patterns of behavior because that's probably the most difficult aspect of what's known as self-realization and liberation. So awakening is a very simple and immediate process. It takes a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a second to see yourself as pure presence, to recognize the consciousness that's looking through your eyes to discover what perceives. This is the nature of awakening and it can be experienced as quite a shock to your system or your heart breaking open. It can produce tremendous sadness followed by unending laughter, right? So this is the nature of awakening. But the juggernaut, this is more difficult. These are the conditioned patterns of behavior that are infused with your genetics. These are what Ramana called vasanas. And they're challenging to overcome. Not impossible, but challenging. So breaking the juggernaut is to cut through what seems like an unstoppable force. To cut through what seems impossible. To stop following our conditioned patterns of behavior, which are deeply ingrained patterns that developed from the moment you were born. So that's part of the reason why it's difficult to unwind or untie the juggernaut. There's a famous story of the Gordian Knot with Alexander the Great. And the Gordian Knot was a knot believed that was untieable because it had no beginning and no end. So the way the story goes is when Alexander was presented with this knot, he took out his sword and cut it in two. And that's how you break the juggernaut or the Gordian knot. You slice through it with your sword, the sword of your awareness. And it takes time and the continued vigilance as vigilance itself the continued vigilance as vigilance itself. And what I mean by that is that it's awareness of awareness. It's turning your attention back to the attention, back to the source. And the more you repeat that process, the more you return your attention back to the source, the more the mind will naturally want to stay in the source. It will naturally stop following these old patterns of behavior, but it takes time. So part of the myth of the Gordian Knot is that whoever could untie it would, be, would rule all of Asia, would become king of Asia. And Alexander the Great actually had a marketeer. He had a publicist, <laughs> an ancient scribe that help promote his campaign. So nobody really knows what the real story was or whether whether this was just part of their propaganda, their war propaganda about the 
Gordian knot. But cutting through the juggernaut, cutting through the Gordian knot with the sword of your awareness, you do inherit the kingdom, the kingdom of God, this vast presence of the heart, which is always free, always at peace, always still. And once you become aware of the stillness that you are, then you have a choice. You have a different choice. You can give your attention to the stillness, or you can give attention to the mind. You can keep following the patterns of behavior that you've been used to following your entire life. Or you can break the juggernaut with your attention, with the sword of your attention, to be free as the freedom that you already are. So the reason this is challenging is what I keep saying over and over and over again is the mind itself is very powerful. It has the power to remember, the power to project, the power to strategize, to think, to desire, to attach to things. So just the mind by itself is a powerful force that's hard to tame. It's hard to bring it back into the source so it resides in the source. Just the mind alone. But then you add the feeling nature of the body. You add the genetics of the body, which is a violent genetic past. If you look at the history of the human race, if you look at Alexander the Great, it was a horrific violent campaign that he waged around the world. At that time he conquered the world and just before he died he realized I've conquered the world but what have I gained? I've conquered the world but what have I gained? Right? Such an insightful experience coming from Alexander but it was a violent campaign and this is part of the genetics of our human race that we're built to fight we're built to run away. We're built to seduce. And so it's that multi-sensory nature of mind that makes it difficult to break free from it, but not impossible. And so the inquiry, who am I, is an energetic force. It's not a typical question because it has no answer. It has no answer and the mind is used to getting an answer and collecting information. And what I'm pointing to is the end of collecting information. Right? It's a different perspective. It's a shift of your attention back to the source, back to the attention itself that creates a fire inside of you and it can be experienced as actually like a physical sensation of a burning inside your body and this burning the purpose of it is to burn through the genetic structure of suffering so there's the mental or the egoic mind nature of suffering and then there's the genetic structure of suffering which goes back into the ancient ancient times you know back 25 million years so to liberate yourself to master the mind 
you're actually going up against 25 million years of genetic evolution. 25 million years of a genetic evolution. So this gives you an idea of why it's so challenging to break free, to break the juggernaut, to really recognize yourself as pure awareness, as freedom, peace, love. But it's not love the way we think of love. This is the love which holds the stars and keeps the planets in its orbit. So we're talking about the love, the conscious awareness that's everything, the one presence that's in you and all around you. This is the nature of awakening to the truth of yourself, is to see yourself as that presence. Initially, in the early awakening stage, you can feel like you are perceiving this vast presence, that you are someone perceiving it. But the shift that I'm talking about is to recognize that you are the subject, you are the seer, you are the vast aware presence of the entire universe, that you are the love, the silent aware presence, that this is who you are. So it begins with awakening, but breaking the juggernaut is to actually burn through these vasanas, these deeply ingrained genetic patterns. And this takes time to burn through the vasanas so that, so that you naturally don't follow these movements of mind, these conditioned patterns of behavior. But there has to be a certain perseverance, a certain resolve, and a willingness to be vigilant as vigilant itself, to give your attention to the attention until it becomes natural, till it's just like breathing. And that's the, what's known as liberation. When, it's, when you realize yourself as the source so profoundly deeply that you're no longer at the effect of the egoic mind or your genetics. That's the nature of liberation. And then self-realization is when you have burned through the egoic mind to such a deep degree that you're in the constant awareness as yourself as source. And the experience is one of lasting happiness and fulfillment, regardless of what's happening, regardless of your circumstances, regardless of the people in your life, regardless of your memories or ideas about the future. You realize yourself as source and the source is pure happiness and freedom and peace. And this realization is possible for every ordinary human being on the planet. We are moving, we are evolving as a human race. So this will become the ordinary experience instead of the extraordinary relegated to the Buddha or the Christ or Muhammad or Moses, right? It becomes the ordinary experience. And in that you can have the extraordinary life, the extraordinary freedom of a life fulfilled, a life fulfilled in and of itself. This is true liberation and self-realization. 
Thank you so much for listening. This is Koshi, and I'll be talking to you again soon.